let's talk about sex. I don't know about you, Gina, but one of the things I do every so often during the day is I hop on Twitter and kind of just scroll through the feed and just and there's several a variety of different people I follow. Mm-hmm. Came across a quote from uh, Gary Shandling, I believe, that said, "Oh yeah, I, I one time made love for an hour and fifteen minutes, mm-hmm. but it was on the night where you set the clocks forward." <laughs> <laughs> I had to laugh. Read that to my wife. Oh man! Well, this is Sexy Marriage Radio. Dr. Corey Allen, Gina Paris, we are glad you've joined us wherever you are in this world and however you may be listening to us. Welcome. Mm-hmm. Glad you're here. And yes. if you like what you hear, we'd encourage you to hop on iTunes, leave a review, five-star response, because that helps spread the word and climb the charts and make this message go further and further because Sexy Marriage Radio is all about making married life sex the absolute best it can possibly be. Yeah, five-star sex. We don't know what happens if you give us four-star reviews, but I guess that's fine, too. Yeah, four-star review. You can. I, <laughs> I'm, star, even, I'm even okay with a one-star, I don't yeah. like you guys at all. What in the world are you doing? Because that helps us know, yeah, there are people that don't like what we're saying. And so that's like, I, like I know we, that's going to happen. We know. But if you, very, also, if you also want to get specifically in touch with us, you can send us an email at feedback at sexymarriageradio.com. And we love getting emails mm-hmm. because that lets us know what's going on in your world and what you're interested in. And speaking of what's going on in your world, as we are recording this right now, it's one of our birthdays. <laughs> the and, one dancing. And I will say it's not me. So happy birthday, <laughs> Gina. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Well, so here we go. I've got, we're going to have to shift gears just real quickly because I've, oh, no. I've got something in my mind that needs to be discussed, I believe, because. Oh, heavens. Yeah, it's not, it's not real, real deep, although I guess it could go, it could go deep. I'm not sure. Oh, let's, let's hear it. But one of the things that happens a lot on emails that, I, that we'll get from people that listen to our show and then also, you know, even in my own life, is we run into possibilities and actual confirmations of rejection. Where, oh, this is true. Where we go after something and we don't get it. Mm-hmm. And our counsel oftentimes reverts back to, well, you just got to let go of attachment to outcome. <laughs> and that's so easy to sit here on the microphone and say. <laughs> it's, a, it's a much deeper deal to do. Yes, especially the countless time right right where you have rejection after rejection after rejection after rejection yeah right so i'm thinking of okay how is it that and okay i want to frame this whole show stereotypically because that's just going to make it easier to have this conversation with eugenia so i'm going to take the stance of the man the husband's the high desire the wife is the low desire it's more on the, the high desire's shoulders to initiate sex. And we're just going to stay in that realm through this show. Okay. Okay, so I know there's reverse. We've done shows about how there's opposites and there's, you know, so there are exceptions to this. But concepts, I think, still apply. So with a man, whenever he runs into this 
you know, I've been rejected. I've been rejected. I've made a move. I even wooed her. I even took her out on a date. I got the candles. You know, I followed everything that I could find online. And it's still, I was rejected. So there's oftentimes this real subtle and sometimes even to a great degree rejection anxiety in a husband. Yes. Because it's based on history of you realize, yeah, I, I've been shot down before. You know, I get shot down. That that happens. And uh, the guys that write the books on Up in Your Alpha, they get shot down. You know, <laughs> it just happens. It, because we females are, for the most part, complicated. I need some, like, ABC music. That's <laughs> like groundbreaking investigative reporting right Our there. Our desire is not <laughs> steady. It's much more it's, yes. fluctuating. It's a, it's a crazy world that you guys live in. So <laughs> it's, it's one of those when I think what it comes down to is for me, when I get rejected, it causes a little bit of a gap in my self-image. Because of the way I view myself, and I think most men will fall into this category, is, man, I'm a, I'm a good lover. I'm a good man. I'm a good husband. I'm a good father. I'm, I know what I'm doing. How could she turn it down? You know, she's going to, and this is one line you used before, I think, Gina, of, <laughs> I, I think you're going to enjoy this. You know, I think, <laughs> I think you're going to get something out of this. You'll, you, you've, history has said you've really enjoyed this in the past. And so it's, it doesn't make sense. Yes, we get that a lot where the guys are like, she even orgasms every time where you do it. Right. And she so still turns me down. Why would you not want it every day? And, yeah. you know, <laughs> so it, it's, it's, it creates this gap. And we can get caught up as men because we are results oriented creatures a lot of times. That's where competitive nature comes in. That's where a lot of just our wiring is, is found in that, you know, I don't just play a game. You know, the sports and the things I do in my life, I don't just do them for fun. You know, mm -hmm. I want to win. As I've gotten older, I've realized first priority is not get hurt. <laughs> <laughs> but second priority is win. <laughs> so it's, it's, it changes. And so there's a gap in my self-image when I get rejected because it's like, wait, that doesn't line up. So what helps in this case, I think, is you, you, you do a little bit of a reframe in your mind of, I don't result on the outcome, which is that attachment to outcome. I result more or I rest more in the idea that I took action. You know, that's where, that's where I need to rest and, and kind of be glad because the outcome's irrelevant. I'm going to focus on the fact that, yeah, I took action. I made a move. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's, in a nutshell, I think, the idea of attachment to outcome, that it's not about what happens it's about what i did okay so i'm listening to the guys that are like that's not helping they it is helping if you the, that bottom line is what you said about that whole self-image thing right. so for some people it's not a gap in their self-image it is reinforcement of their insecurity right right and so it's this is a reframe because if you can start yeah. focusing more on the idea that I'm a man who takes action, right. that starts to increase your confidence. And I believe, and research has bared this out, that nothing is more of a turn on to a woman than confidence. 
in a man. Yeah. Strength and confidence. Right. And it's not cockiness and machismo. Yeah. It's it's solidness. It's firmness. It's strength. It's I know who that guy is. And I know it because at some point I think I think you reach a point in your sex life. If you if you're a man that's constantly making a move, constantly taking action, and constantly getting shot down, if you are coming at that from a confident, solid self, at some point there will be something that clicks in your wife that's going to say, "Wow, if I don't respond to that, he could move on," because he's demonstrating who he is in life. And that's not the, and it's not that you're trying to do that. It's just, that's the reality. So, well, go. remember how we do sex is how we do life. And so that same attractiveness, it's, you want that coming from your very core or from your sexuality into how you do your whole life, your whole world with confidence, with right. um, your power. And so if you, are sort of emaciated out there in the marketplace. You don't operate with um, drive to provide for her, to really um, engage her, to validate her. You know that you, this woman wants to be, um, she wants to be the object of your affection, not right. just the tool of your stress relief. <laughs> right. So it's a, it's very different. And so I can see that a lot of guys are just so crushed and we actually live in a culture that I think is very anti-male. I mean, it's, yeah, they're, they, I think a lot of guys are like, I don't know. I try to be like the dudes on the sitcom or, you know. Yeah. Well, men in sitcoms are never portrayed well. Never. Not <laughs> since the Cosby show was the guy strong. Right. So, um, it, it's uh, all these elements are playing into a guy's right. self-concept. So the more you can strengthen that and strengthen your identity and live life from your strength, right. you will have an easier time not taking rejection personally. Right, because when you come back, when you come back to the confidence factor, and we've said this before in a, in a prior show, that when you approach a woman confidently, you know, from your strength. And it's not just for her sex. It's you're approaching her to, right. to do life with her. So it's an entirety that she, re she experiences the same chemical reaction in her brain, which is the release of dopamine and what, uh, norepinephrine that, that you experience if she were to just flash her breasts to you, you know, it's, it's a chemical reaction that a woman experiences when you are confidently approaching her. I thought that always is such a funny concept because one action is so concrete and one is well, so abstract. It is. <laughs> okay, man. Well, and that, that like, adds, wait, yeah, that adds to I the convoluted, blast? crazy world that women live in, that we have no clue what kind of depth we're diving into <laughs> when we venture into that arena. But here you go. I want to uh, do here's, – here's some tools that right. you can use. Okay, and, and Gina, I want to hear from you on, on your response to these because we've talked real briefly about these in the pre-show, but we're going to unpack them more, and I want to hear, what do you think as a woman? So you as, get a to, woman, as a woman with a healthy, you get to with a healthy represent the women. For, for my pre- <laughs> However you want to go. However you okay. want to go with this, okay? All right. So when you get down to the idea of 
you want to just focus on the idea. Let's let's kind of re- recap where we've gone so far, and then we'll okay. move into the some ideas, some tips you can use. It's reframing what's what you're doing in your life to not focusing on the outcome of it, but focusing on the fact that you're becoming a man or a woman who's taking action. Mm-hmm. You know, we live in a world of great intent, mm-hmm. but we don't follow through. You know, oh, I intended to send that card to people. Oh, I intended to call them to see how they, oh, I intended to. Intentions does nothing. Action is what matters. And that's what we're going to focus on. So focus on the fact that you took action, regardless of what the response was. And if you, the more you start doing that, the more your confidence starts rising. So then when it comes to how you pursue or seduce a woman, because remember, husbands, your wife is a woman. So it's the same things as, if, as the dating world follows. Those things can still apply to married life. So it comes down to three things. You instigate, you isolate, and you escalate. Oh, my God, they're getting their pens out. Wait, wait, okay. pull over. I have to write this down. <laughs> well, just listen to the show again. You instigate, you isolate, and you escalate. So let's walk through each of these because these actually – happen i think from birth in men because my son is six well in a week he's six mm-hmm. he's already doing some of these mm-hmm. okay he has no clue why it's just that thing that boys do and it'll make sense and i'll bring it together if it's not coming together right at, right at the moment so you instigate this is the whole idea of you actively pursue her you do these things to create a touch, and it could be a text message that you send. It could be a phone call that you make. It's a flirty touch that you make when you walk past her. It's a hug. It's a kiss, which, fellas, by the way, if you're not kissing your wife every single day beyond just the mm-hmm. peck on the mouth, you're in the wrong. You need to be kissing her mm-hmm. every day. That's what helps start us to create something deeper in her. So it's, 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 a, it's kind of your whole package. I guess, of, as, as a man. <laughs> so it's the how you dress, how you present yourself, how you carry yourself. Because lots of men fall victim into this hovering, orbiting world, which we've done a show on that, which is anything but attractive. Mm-hmm. So you make a flirty move, you make a kiss, and then you move on about something else that you're doing in your life. Okay, so as a woman, Gina, give me your, re- give me your reaction. Yeah, that's that's very nice. Very nice. Then my, my mind is off to the next thing immediately. Sure, and that's it. Because it's not uh-huh. about sex right then. That, right. That's not at all what this is. This is not a technique to get her into bed tonight. Right, but it does. that did just warm my heart. Yeah, Aww, it's one of those. Came. It's setting the stage yeah. Yeah. for a lifestyle, not just an end result. Mm-hmm. So, And that's where my statement of I'm always closing comes in. That I am. It's it's a lifestyle. It's a I'm constantly I used to be very hesitant to even joke about sex with my wife because I would get the is that all you think about kind of response. And it was kind of a biting. Is that all you think about? Because the reaction is, yeah, that's all that's that and food, you know, so. Mm -hmm. And so it's it's one of those now I'm like, okay, this is me, honey. And she kind of knows that. And so it's she doesn't really diminish it with her responses anymore she just acknowledges it and sometimes she blows it right off and whatever and sometimes she knows exactly where i'm going and she'll kind of lead there too so you instigate so 
you want to carry yourself in a manner that's noticeable. You want to you want to go after her. You want to do something that lets her know she's important. Okay. Yeah. And, a lot of times, if you think about it, catch yourself at how many periods of time or how what length of time goes by without you like Corey said kissing your wife or making eye contact without gestures from you that really say you're important to me right that plays a lot into what we're describing right so, and then it's important also to break the orbit after this so if you go up and have a good conversation with her yeah you're at it's, it's a saturday and you both have di- different tasks you're getting done. So you seek her out or you cross paths and you say, hey, and you bring up some conversation real quick as a husband. And she engages you in it. And it goes for mi- a minute, two minutes, however long. Then you break that conversation and you move on about whatever your next task is. If she follows you, that's a great inter- indicator of she's interested. But many a men, many a husband, will kind of hover and reverse that. They'll instigate something, and then they kind of follow along like a little puppy. Uh, very good. That's and, a very good point. And to a woman, that's not at all going to start to produce what you're looking for. She's going to be, what? Get, you know. But if you kind of just, no, I'm working on the car, or I'm, I got yard work I'm doing or I'm taking care of the bills or I'm going to go watch the show that I would really want or, you know, whatever it is, just go, go do what you want to do and then seek her out again. And so it's just these little touches where you kind of cross paths and where I made the comment about my son who's six already doing this. I ask him every day when I pick up my kids from school, you know, what was the favorite thing you guys did at school today? And, and what, many a day it'll be recess from him. <laughs> He's a kindergartner. And I remember I loved recess. Well, what'd you do at recess? Chase the girls. Chase oh, them. oh, really? Anyone in particular? No, there's three that he constantly is like him and a couple boys, and they just chase him. I'm like, are you playing tag? No. And <laughs> and that's that whole. There's just something about you know, as as she, when he hits middle school, that's where it gets kind of awkward because you you start having these other deeper feelings for a girl, and you're not really sure how to be upfront and honest about that. So you bump into her in the hall or you pester her or, you know, that's kind of that a signal. I like you, but I have no clue how to con- convey that. I don't know. I think middle schools today just text. Okay. Right. <laughs> Maybe that's it's it. So it's really losing. That's how it, it was with me. I, I'll, I'll own that one. Energy. I was that way. I was very, very awkward around girls. I would do things to try to be noticed or I would do things that would kind of get under their skin and make them mad at me because if I can make them mad, that let, uh, that was me telling them I'm really like you, you know, uh, it's convoluted, but all right. So you instigate that's step one. And again, these aren't just necessarily in order. It's just start incorporating these into your life. Isolating. This is the idea of you want to try to figure out ways to get her alone, figure out ways to isolate her from the world that she's mm-hmm. living in. If she's, if she's a stay at home mom and she's got kids hanging on her pant legs, you figure mm-hmm. out ways to isolate her mind. So, you know, Gina, you just made the comment of, Oh, that kind of warms my heart that he would send a text and then I'm off Mm -hmm. doing my other things. Mm -hmm. Well, that instigating for a moment isolated you from your, Mm -hmm. from your to-do list. So that's part of it. And that's where text messaging comes in very good. You know, it works well in my marriage because my wife is in a busy phase a lot, you know, with her job. And so a phone call, she can't answer, but a text, I can send it. It's there waiting. When she gets her phone, she grabs it and a real quick response back. 
I've yeah. just isolated her for even the briefest of moments. That's that's the key. I've done it though, and that's kind of setting the stage. The other is also you try to get her physically alone. You know, just about all sex you know occurs behind closed doors. <laughs> so, alone, <laughs> alone. Yeah. Well, on our show, we believe in it alone. <laughs> right. So, it's the idea of you know you don't want to just the fact that you're going to wind up in the same bed together at the end of the day doesn't mean sex is going to happen. You have to get her already isolated with you. So that's where you're at a party. You figure out times to kind of disappear from each other, even for the briefest of moment, you know, it's with each other. You get a chance to get her in the car, and, you, you know, it's just the two of you. That's kind of setting the stage. So this is all kind of framework for creating more possibilities and drawing her to you rather than just trying to get sex. Well, and I'll add to that what you one thing that we like to encourage any high performers to engage in to elevate the quality of their life is to take control of your experience of new. Because when we have new experiences, that also releases yep. dopamine and endorphins. It just challenges your brain and it makes you feel good. So when we're talking about get her alone, Think of something new to do, a new place to go, a new experience, a new challenge, mm -hmm. because that will absolutely raise the arousal level, raise the mood, um, and show effort on your part. Right. So yeah, and, that's and pretty huge. Those are great. And that's what comes to my mind is you take her out on a date. And, you know, you're already isolated throughout the date because it's just the two of you. You figured out childcare. You had a plan. You go to dinner. You go dancing. You go to a movie. You go do something. But then on the way home... Where if you're, you know, let's say you're 10 minutes from home, take a detour that she is not expecting and stop by a coffee shop and have, you know, some pastry or some mm -hmm. a hot chocolate or a cup of tea or, you know, something that it's just this real simple, ooh, we're, what's up? You know, because you're kind mm -hmm. of on the normal route home. Yeah. But you literally take a detour and stop someplace else. Yeah, exactly. Always try to engage your mind. And, and like we said, in towards sex and just towards other areas of your life where you can do something new. Right. If, if you're low on the happiness level, that's one of the critical keys to everyone who has high levels of happiness has that in common. Right. They pursue something new. So new restaurant, new experience, new new stuff because yeah, the biggest problem is people are so bored and they're in a rut and doing right. the same stuff all and this, the time. This can also apply to new in the way you engage her. Yes. Because you know, lots of guys and it, I, I don't think this is necessarily something you can start off with. Maybe you can when you're really changing things up. But once you've set a little bit of a tone in your life and in your marriage again to where you're doing these things kind of regularly, she's responding even even ever so slightly. You can rather than hey, let's go out tomorrow night. You know, you can. Do, you, that's that's one way to ask her out. The other or is or worse, where do you want to go tomorrow? Right, night? that's worse. So, but what do you want to... a whole nother level is you come home on a Saturday. You've already got things planned with the kids, so it's a. It's, but she doesn't necessarily know that, and you just walk in and you tell her, um, "I would like you to be dressed and ready for dinner and in my car in ten minutes." Mm-hmm. And you just, and it's then good. you go on about your day and she's going, what, 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 what? She may complain about that, but actually her complaining is engaging you. Mm -hmm. And so if you look at it as she's not really 
beating it up. She's engaging you. And that is passion. Yeah, that's good. So, or lay out your favorite dress on the bed and, you know, whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, but be thinking. Right. So it's, it's actually take, take a charge. Take charge, you know. Because exactly. the same thing can also be you've set the stage all day. She's been responding to you. And it could just be, um, I'd like you to be naked and in our bed in five minutes. Okay. You know, or I'd like you to have this on and here, it, you know, it's just take charge because lots of women respond well to that. It's, it, it sparks something deep. And then the last thing is escalate. And so you've pursued her, you've got her away from everyone and everything else. And now you have to escalate it because just because you get her alone doesn't mean she's already charged and ready to go. <laughs> you know, it doesn't, it doesn't mean right. you go in and close the deal. All you've really done is set the stage. So this is where touch comes in, the, the romantic kind of things, the doing th- and this is kind of the physical side of it, mm-hmm. you know, where you, you get, move in closer to her. You give her a good, passionate kiss. You give her a massage. You know, you do these things because you've already primed it. Now you're just escalating it. So mm-hmm. it's that idea, I mean, think about when you were dating and it's that whole, I, I still remember how far will she let me go <laughs> kind of a thing. So it was almost this challenge. Well, it's that same kind of a thing that, uh, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to set the stage and I'm going to work towards this and then I'm going to escalate it and I'm going to see what happens. So kissing is a great way to do this. You know, have a good proper kiss with her. Yeah, set this stage as well. If your bedroom's normally a mess, you be the one who goes and cleans it, makes it beautiful, make it look romantic, make the bathroom. I mean, I forget. Some guys are gross because <laughs> I'm married to such a prince. Yeah. I hear some of my girlfriends talk, and I forget. Some of you out there listening, don't be gross, man. Right. If you want the escalate, take charge, be sexy. Right, and this is also escalating in the moment, you know, this, exactly. this could be, you've set the stage, you've, you've instigated things with her, you've isolated her, and now sex is actually happening. You'd still don't have to, you still don't just stop what you've been doing and just follow the script at right. that point. So escalating can also be, you, let's say you normally are the couple that has sex in the missionary position, and that's it. So You've been doing all these things. You've changed it up. She's responded pretty well. Now, all of a sudden, in the middle of sex, you can escalate it another level by just saying, um, I'd like you on top. And grab her and roll her over. Yeah, just move. Move to the mirrors. Or it's move. Yeah, or you just physically move and um, come meet me here. Or it's, it's taking charge and asking what and seeking what you want. Because, again, this goes back to I'm a man who takes action. Well... We're talking about staying in your confidence as well. And remember that confidence is born out of competence. So if things haven't gone well and you don't even know your way around her body, you're going to struggle with the confidence. So remember, we encourage you to stay curious. Are you curious along the way all the time? Are you being a student of your woman? Right. So the more competence you have, the more competent. Right. confident you'll be yeah so. because you know you could set the stage and you have a you have a plan in mind that you're going to f- kind of follow and keep in mind it's not set in stone you got to be willing to adjust and adapt according to response but if she has something in mind and she comes back at you says no i'd rather do this then you're better off acknowledging catering because you're again you're setting the stage 
for a lifestyle, not just the one moment. Yeah, and that's the whole beauty of following the connection when you're in the moment. Yeah. So, yeah. So there you go. Like, like a river. That's that's the idea that I've, I've got that I think will help men. And yeah, I think that will help a lot because I do tend to think that guys come out with as little at risk as possible. And so it's a little, it's a little effort. It's, it's not strong. It's not thoughtful. Right. It's not. And I, I have to, just as a real quick caveat, I have to give credit to Mr. K of marriedmansexlife.com for the isolate, inst- instigate, isolate, escalate. That's where I got this from. And then just kind of built from his ideas there. So credit where credit's due on that. I want to be true, but it Alrighty. is, it is one of those things. I think, I think husbands, I have fallen victim to this that well we're married i don't have to keep pursuing her in as much like i would if we were just mm-hmm. dating well i've you know i've fallen the victim or i forgot that my wife is a woman and, <laughs> and biologically speaking she's just because she's my wife you know that's we did a show a long time ago about expecting sex just because you're married, you're married. Mm-hmm. and well yeah it, it maybe it happens that way but not usually so it's still, I have to pursue her and wake, you know, draw her to me. And I do that by presenting a better me that goes after what I'm looking for. And knows I may hear no. It's okay. I took action. I'll keep trying. You know, I'll, take it, yeah. I'll, I'll step into the batter's box again. Yeah, absolutely. So live creatively expressed, you know, live ex- <laughs> proud of who you are and, and, and with some enthusiasm and, and you, you'll get different results. I believe that. I, I really believe that too. And, and it could be very, very subtle different, but it's different. Mm-hmm. And that subtle change can really grow into large differences by just staying the course, let the process work. And, and see what happens. Mm-hmm. I think so. Because, I mean, the best sex out there, actually, is the kind that just you weren't expecting. You know, it starts with this idea, but boy, it's like, wow, that was great. You know, and because it, it kind of went to a level you weren't ready for or weren't expecting. And it's that newness you're talking about that mm-hmm. that allows that extra depth. There you go. Thank you for joining us. It's Sexy Marriage Radio. We believe in you. We like hearing from you. So, uh, Send your emails and we'll be in touch. Have a great day. Let's talk about.